This is Rhema for Today. In the soul realm, the mind or the emotional part of man, which is his soul, not his spirit. It's his spirit that's born again. You know, your soul is not born again. Your soul can be renewed and it can be saved if you meditate on God's Word till you get it renewed. But you see so many have it, so the devil will play high carnival in their minds a lot of times and in their bodies. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You know, just as well as I know, Gehazi was Elisha's servant. And although he knew that Elisha was a man of God who had supernatural manifestations in his life, he knew that the Word of God, the Word of knowledge, which is a revelation gift, that's what was manifested here, operated only occasionally through him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been foolish enough to try to lie to Elijah. He would have known that he couldn't get by with it. He said to him, when he asked him, where did you go? He said, I went nowhere, my master. Now, we should stay open for manifestations of the Spirit of God, but we don't have to wait for the supernatural manifestation to be delivered from anything that's wrong with us. Blessed be God, we can act upon God's Word. Now, you see, a lot of times we have supernatural manifestations and then people who don't know the Bible, and that's the reason we need to clear these things up, they'll get all confused, you know. I was preaching March of 1950 down in East Texas in Kilgore, Texas, in the First Assembly of God Church, where at that time Brother Noble Bigham was pastor. He's going to be with the Lord since then. And so I'm ministering to the sick by the laying on hands. Now, see, that was before the Lord had appeared to me in August of 1950 in that vision, or September in that vision in Rockwall, Texas. See, this is March of 1950. But from the time that I was baptized with the Holy Ghost, I would have supernatural, this, this word of knowledge would manifest itself as the Spirit wills. And so I'm ministering to the sick by the laying on of hands. You know, just because the Bible said so, praise God. And so we come to this man when I lay hands up. Well, I ask him first of all because I'd inquire of them what's wrong with him if there's Christian. This man was saved, baptized, the Holy Ghost, a member of this of the First Assembly of God Church in Kilgore, Texas. What's the matter with him? Well, he said uh, the doctor's showing him an x-ray. He had a cluster of ultras in his stomach as big as a wasp's nest. Worked for, for one of the oil companies there. The oil field, you know, was still much stronger and bigger than it is today. It's, you know, they pumped the oil out. And he said... Uh, he couldn't go back to the work to see unless the doctors gave him a clean bill of health. So he'd been off from work for two years and he wouldn't submit to an operation. Now then they're fearful that he's run into cancer of the stomach. Well, I said, the Lord will heal him. You know, we've got inside information. Isn't that wonderful? Matthew 8, 17 said he himself took our infirmities by our sickness. This man's a full gospel. Yeah, I know that. Praise God, I'll be healed too. Well, I laid hands on him. Now, the minute I laid hands on him, I had a manifestation of the word of knowledge, a supernatural revelation. I knew that his body was oppressed by an evil spirit. I knew I had to cast the spirit out of his body. Now again, if you're not careful, you'll get confused if you don't listen carefully. Because see, somebody would say, well now this man's born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking the other tongue, member of full gospel church. You mean he's got a devil in him? Maybe i got one in me. And then there they go, the devil, you see, holding high carnival. No, I stopped and explained it to people. I said, you see, you might live on a certain street here in town, in certain house. The house you live in, somebody said, you know, that old house is nearly 100 years old. Somebody else said, that house has got termites in it. 
Well, that don't mean you've got termites in you. See, your body is really not you. It's the house you live in. Remember what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 1? For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building not made with hands eternal in the heavens. Six, seventh, and eighth verses he said, For we know that while we're at home in the body, see house, home, in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Seventh verse, we walk by faith, not by sight. Eighth verse, we're confident and willing, rather, therefore, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. It's the inward man that's born again. And he don't have any devil in him. You ever deal with these spirits and demons and so on? Do you ever cast them out? You ever, never, no, no, I've never cast one out of a Christian spirit yet. Nobody else has. They're not in the spirit. Do you ever notice where they are? They're either in the body or in their mind. See, your mind's not your spirit. In the soul realm, the mind or the emotional part of man, which is his soul, not his spirit. It's his spirit that's born again. You know, your soul's not born again. Your soul can be renewed and it can be saved if you'll meditate on God's Word till you get it renewed. But you see, so many have it, so the devil will play high carnival in their minds a lot of times and in their bodies. And so when I explained that to people, then I laid my hands again the second time on the man. I'm going to cast this thing out of him. And when I did, I had a word of knowledge. See, I knew by the word of knowledge, first of all, what was wrong with him. Then I knew I had uh, the word of knowledge came in a different manifestation next time. This time, you just knew it when you touched him on the inside of you by inward revelation. This time, I saw. I saw, just like I see you sitting out there. What I call a mini-vision, M-I-N-I, vision. I saw him. I knew it was two nights before. I saw him in bed with his wife up in the front bedroom. It was midnight. He couldn't sleep. He got up and walked through the house. I saw him walking through the house. And on the back porch is what we down in Texas call a sleeping porch, screened-in back porch. And in the bad weather, you know, had canvas it to cover the screen with, you know, and sort of cover. And there's a bed there. He fell across that bed. And he was rolling from one side to the other, just a holding his stomach. He's burning like fire. Then I knew by the Spirit of God also that something else was troubling. I knew what it was. So I said to him, now if I miss it, just speak up and say, you missed it. Because you know I'm human. I could miss it. But that don't mean that God missed it. That don't mean that you're wrong just because you missed it. Because if that's the case, then everybody in this room's wrong. Because sometime or another you missed it. Amen. Are you listening to me? But I said, uh, now two nights ago, at midnight, you were in the front bedroom of your house. You couldn't sleep. And so you got up and walked to the house, fell across the bed. You have a sleeping porch across the back part of your house. And you fell across the bed. You're just rolling, groaning from side to side of the bed, holding your stomachs are burning like fire. And then I said, something else bothering you. Your conscience is bothering you because... Now, I said, the pastor standing there by me, I said, I don't want to embarrass you, intimidate you, but you're saved, baptized, Holy Ghost, been a member of this church for a number of years. You've never paid tithes. You do not pay tithes. You've never paid tithes. He said, no, no, I haven't. I said, that's one thing about you. See, not only was your, your stomach a burning, your conscience was hurting you. Now, you see, I can't minister to you. What are you going to do? Are you going to obey God or you're not going to obey God? He said, I'm going to pay my tithes. I'm going to obey God. I cast that thing out of him. Told him to go home and eat a T-bone steak. He hadn't had anything to eat for two years except baby food. He went home, ate a two-bone steak. Went to the doctor's, x-rayed his stomach. The cluster of ulcers had disappeared. He's back on the job next week. Now, here's why I want you to show you people miss it. Now then, some folks came, said, now that couldn't have been God. See, they didn't say it to me. They said it to the pastor. 
Because, you know, just the third one, I happen to know, the third one down there didn't pay tithes either. He never said anything about him. If that was God, don't you know God knew that? Well, sure, God knows everybody. Well, don't you know God knew everybody that was lying in Israel? But he never told off on but one of them. Gehazi, did he? I said, did he? Are you following me? No, I never ministered to another person in that line that way. Now, why didn't you? Spirit of God didn't inspire me or lead me to do so or manifest himself. And if he does not manifest himself, there's no use you trying. In other words, you can't just make it work for everybody. Elisha couldn't make it work for everybody. You can't just push a button or pull a lever and it'll start working. It operates as the Spirit wills. Now, healing belongs to us. It isn't just a matter of prayer. It isn't just a matter of some spiritual gift in operation. Healing belongs to us because it's been provided for us by the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I endeavor to help sick people understand this. I want them to get healed one way or another, either by supernatural manifestation of the Spirit of God, as he might manifest himself through me or someone else, or by getting God's Word into them so that faith will rise up in their hearts. Then when I do lay hands on them and pray, through our mutual faith, they will receive healing. Hallelujah. Now one thing about it, supernatural manifestations will never be manifested to everybody. It will never work for everybody. But one thing about it, the Word of God will. I said the Word of God belongs to all of us. Amen. Amen. So let's stay open to the Spirit of God to manifest himself as he wills. But then let's stay in the word and believe that word whether there's any manifestation or not. I know uh, in my own meeting right here in Oklahoma, uh, I'm going to give two illustrations, one of them because there's a special manifestation and others there's no manifestation, it's just a matter of faith. And yet they got both got similar results. These were polio victims. I've had any number of polio victims. You know, back there, because I'm talking about ministry 1950-51. You see, before the polio vaccine was discovered by Dr. Salk. And, and so here a lady right here in Oklahoma, she brought, I, I saw her in the healing line. And, and she, her little child, her little boy, between four and five, when he's about 14 months old, I think it was, he had polio. Now he's, and never walked. See, another step. He's already walking at 14 months ago. But never walked. And, and those two little old limbs wasn't any bigger around that. She just, just flopping like a, like a rag doll. Now, I'm laying hands on people with the anointing that Jesus gave to me when he appeared to me in 1950. Because, see, this is August of 1951, the 12th month from the time that Jesus appeared to me in the vision. But now, when she came with that child in her arms, I'm sitting in a chair on the platform laying hands on people as they went by in a tent meeting. And I took that little child out of her arms. That's the last thing I remember. Now, I don't mean by that now that I'm unconscious. I don't mean that I just became unconscious, but I was in the spirit world. When you're in the spirit realm, you're not conscious of physical things. I've got my eyes wide open. The tent's full of people. I didn't see any one of them. The glory of God came down on me. I mean, it just seemed like a white cloud came down and enveloped me. And I got my eyes wide open. The last thing I remember is I took the child into my hands and set him on my lap, on my, one of my knees. I don't know what I said. 
Now, my wife's there by me. I ask her later, you see, because when I came to myself, when I came back out of that cloud, you see, this white cloud came down and enveloped me, and then there's something just like lightning, it's just a flashing everywhere, just, 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 just like an electrical storm. And I was in that. I mean, there was a flash of divine power. Now, the next thing I remember, because I'm still sitting there, that boy's are running from one end of the platform to the other perfectly well. Hallelujah. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth W. Hagen's book entitled How to Fulfill Your Destiny. Next is Kenneth E. Hagen's newly released DVD, This Is the Day. The last item is the study guide, Foundations for Faith, all for the price of $45. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We are going to be in Brandon, South Dakota. Yeah. I have never been to Brandon, South Dakota. No, I haven't either. <laughs> Victory Life Church there, but they are hosting that at Celebration Church. So Pastors Colby and Afton Johnson, it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. We're looking forward then to it, that. Then we're going to drop on down to Omaha, May yes. 25 through 27, Faith Family Church. Yes. And our friends... Tony and Jeanette Finley. Yes. yes. And so we're going to have a wonderful time there. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this classic teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.